Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. the modern day spoof. Yeah, yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, yeah, 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 the girl, she is mine, and uh, 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 um, damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back with another hot, hot week of professional wrestling action before we get into it remember you can cash in and get your opinions on this show leave us a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316 530-2429 yeah hey everyone remember if you want to support this show you can become a patreon Supporter on <laughs> Patreon, a patron. Have I ever gotten that right? Not once. Nancy Newman in studio. How about it? You can become a patron on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Get access to our bonus episodes. The bonus episodes we got coming in are hot. I just talked to a pretty hot guest today. We got a, we got a thumb on a bunch of really fucking good guests coming in. Our Skyland, Skyler Aston uh, bonus Patreon episode is going to be going live on the main feed this Monday. What at what day of the week? What what what's the day on that? 20, that twenty third. The twenty third. The twenty third. Yes, the twenty third. That's going to be an exclusive preview of what you get if you're a Patreon subscriber. Also, for Patreons, patrons, fuck it, I don't care. You'll get it one day, man. We have an awesome episode going up Monday, uh, just for patrons. It's at Wrestling for Sale, the merch dealer. Walks me through everything you got to know about merch. Gives me merch. I make a merch purchase on on the air. Merchus. Yeah, I make a merchus <laughs> <laughs> on the air. That episode uh, super interesting and uh, cool. Now, <clears throat> also, you can pick up your own merch. If you want to support the show, pick up. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. Pick up our Cal LaCroix shirt, which is hot. Yeah, it's very hot. Okay. So, Newman, how are you? I'm 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 doing pretty good. How are you? I got something to announce. Go for it. Before 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 we get into all the hot hot wrestling action, we have our WrestleMania 34, the Mania Chair Challenge. Oh shit. Yeah. So I have an extra WrestleMania 34 chair in my house. And uh it's it's comfy. Yeah. <laughs> the design is hot. Yeah. It's from freshly from New Orleans. It had the sweaty butts of some swamp dweller. <laughs> still got the smell of <laughs> literally uh, a swamp dweller. Yeah. I mean it was in New Orleans. Yeah. Still got the smell of like alligator etouffee on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got the the smell of a surprise Oscar lost fart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> no, but we're talking about what how we what should we do? Because this yeah. is a nice item. Yeah. It's okay. A premium B dialing. And I will say when I have people over, because I now I have two mania chairs. Yeah. 
<laughs> when I have people over, I'm excited to put those out. I'm excited for people because they're not like other fold-up chairs. They have a nice cush to this it, feels, and they tell a story. This feels like a QVC pitch. Absolutely. Like QVC. And Newman, what's the best part about the Mania chair? You know. Uh, it's got all of the superstars' faces on the chair. You got Shinsuke Nakamura. You wow. got AJ Styles. All of these guys? All these guys and more. Tell them how they can get this chair, Dan. Well, I'm glad you threw it over to me. You can get this chair by... Here's what you got to do. <laughs> it's hard to keep that character and it's tell you what to do. No, but what you got to do is the stuff I've been asking you to do. Simply, okay? You, you follow these steps, and these will be listed on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page where you can talk about wrestling at 4 in the morning. Um, follow us on Twitter. That's it. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Okay? Follow us on Instagram. Both. Checklist. Mm-hmm. Easy. Those things, you could have done those in less than 10 seconds. Both. Okay? Yeah. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Okay? That actually only takes 10 seconds also. If you want to be nice, write something up. Talk about my, you know, beautiful biceps. <laughs> Tremendous voice. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever compliment you want to give me, do it. I mean, I don't blame you. I rock. All the seps. The biceps, the triceps, the quadriceps. Yeah, that's all right. The and the forceps. That's how I pick up your candy ass out of the <laughs> ring. Okay. Oh, man. Imagine that. You're so tiny, I pick you up a little forceps. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, man, that... There's something there. Uh, there's something there. That's the that's the butt of an idea. We'll Don't steal that. that. Don't steal all that. Right, right, okay? Right. Don't steal that. Um, okay. You got to do that. So that's the three things. Yeah. And then the last thing is we want you to make the official Comedians of Wrestling theme song yes okay but we're gonna make it easy on you don't don't worry you don't kind of play the banjo you gotta open up pro tools absolutely not what you gotta do is we want to make our own funny version of my entrance song which you guys know is this this old ditty hall and oats out of touch (laughs) you take this just sing you just one minute yeah Comedians. We've looked on YouTube. <laughs> I like how uh, I was going. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we give him a sample one right now. Yeah. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I go to work. <laughs> and when I get to the hoagie shop, I open up in my box. <laughs> You're out of touch. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Oh, All right, so God. you guys are lucky Dan can't win this chair. <laughs> oh, my God. That was an excellent Those submission. Bars. Should I go again? Yeah, let's okay. see what else All you right, right. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing? It's Wednesday night, about 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love the talk down. Those guys, they might they might have been done recording and Zig posted it so he doesn't have to wake up early and post it. <laughs> Maybe I'll flip into my podcast app. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's up. Comedians of Wrestling. Let me pop in these buds. Listen to these guys getting into all the hot, hot wrestling action. And you know why? Because it's really simple. I love these guys. I love their opinions. These guys know the deal. They know about wrestling and they read my mind. I love these guys. I 
love Zig. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Man. Anyway, look, another <laughs> strong contender. Yeah. Who else wants to go? Anyone want to take a version? I don't want. I don't want to take any opportunities out of people's hands. Okay, you know? yeah. well, you're a puss. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, look, you make us a funny song like that. It could be a video. Uh, as long as the audio is clear enough where we can play it on the show, because yeah. this will be an official sound drop of this show. Yeah. And if you have the funniest, best one, we'll play the best ones on air. Okay, and we'll have you guys vote in the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook Ooh, page. Yeah, I'll yeah. show the poll. Yeah, for the morning. Um, also, you got to be part of the Facebook group because yeah. we got to be able to link to you in there. So that takes another four seconds, okay? Yeah. So let's summarize it, okay? The main thing you got to do is make uh, is make a, a basically your own version of Hall & Oates out of touch about the comedians of wrestling, okay? Right. And you can find the instrumental literally by just typing in out of touch instrumental. In the Google, there's you'll a ton find, of like, them on YouTube. Yeah, you'll find tons of them. And also, if you need help, Zig uh, at comedians of wrestling on the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, at me. You can I add- may answer. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you got to follow us on Twitter because we're going to check the best one. We're going to go yep. check. You got to follow us on Twitter. You have to give us a five star review, and you have to follow us on Instagram. That's it. That's it. Okay? It's easy. And then you win a mania chair, which has a value of uh, 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 new Priceless. What's the value? Okay, this chair is valued at $700, but. <laughs> you can get it for the low, low price of a funny song. Of a funny song. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. We are slashing prices in half. Okay, anyway. Uh, okay, so. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. How you doing, man? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited for Friday. It's my Christmas, so. Friday? What's Friday? 420. Oh, 420? Yeah. Jesus, man. Hold you know on. You know what my, my 420 is? Right now. <laughs> Cracking into <laughs> a report. It's 420. So do you actually celebrate 420? What do you, like, you Van Damme, like, RVD it? Yeah, like, yeah. RVD, RVD 420 says, I just smoked your ass. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. plan on uh, waking up early, getting super stoned, go to work high, get out of work early, hit up the shows that used to be Franklin, starting at 420 p.m., gonna be there all night right yeah wow i i don't give two craps about 420 but i you know weed's cool yeah like you're weed. more into july 10th uh oil day love july 10th what is that is that actually a new thing yeah 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 is yeah. that the day oil was 710 yeah well it looks like 710 looks like oil like <laughs> it's really dumb i don't i don't you know yeah yeah, but yeah. It's for people who vape bro like randy orton that's cool um all right so today i had a real uh i had a real uh I had like one of these moments where I remember like why I started the podcast because mm-hmm. like the the podcast is called Comedians of Wrestling, which I, I recognize is not really a catchy title for a podcast, <laughs> which I recognize. But I do like things that are like matter of fact, like here's what it is. Right. This comedians, they like wrestling. Boom. Uh, so I was at this table read for uh, uh, HBO Crashing, which is a t- television show my wife acts on. Yeah. And I, and I very, was there. Very funny show. Yeah, and uh, uh, we were there. We read a couple scripts, and uh, it's, it's great. Check it out. I think. It, well, if you haven't watched the show yet, go on uh, your parents' HBO Go. <laughs> and uh, no one here, no one is listening to this pod pays for HBO. No. <laughs> uh, but that's okay, me included. Yeah, no, I have somebody's. I yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Um, and uh, and then uh, John Gabris was uh-huh. there. Oh, nice. 
listening to the show. Mike Lawrence was there, also past guests of the show. Oh, wow. Stack room. S- absolutely. Yeah. And so, but like, this is a room of a bunch of, you know, this is not a wrestling room by any means. Right. But it's hilarious that, like, anytime there's a break, we're in the corner and, like, just chopping it up about wrestling. <laughs> and people are, like, trying to, like, come over and be like, hey, look, it's, it's like, my, these are friendly guys. Like, yeah. let's go over there. And then they come in and go, oh, yeah, what are you guys talking about? And then we just, like, stop for a second, just, like, bombed out that someone entered. And, we yeah. talk about, and then they clearly are like, all right, I interrupted something. Walk off <laughs> back into it. Back, just chopping it up. And that's, like, why, it's just funny because that's, like, why I started the podcast. I mean, we weren't being dicks or anything, right. but, uh, not overtly, at least. Uh, but uh, it's because, like, I, I, I go to these auditions, and right. you just are there, and you're like, you just bump into someone you know is a wrestling guy, <laughs> and you just want to chop it up about wrestling to distract yourself yeah. from the fact that, like, you're sitting in this room this room waiting to audition with a bunch of people that look like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just doing this ridiculous thing it doesn't pay, like, thinking about how you, you probably lost money on gas money and mileage on your right. car, and you're like, let's just fucking criticize Vince McMahon right. instead yeah, of yeah, acknowledging yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that our existence is fucking meaningless. Anyway. I love the idea of somebody coming up to you guys talking and, like, oh, Oh, hey, what are you guys talking about? It's like, oh, uh, you know, well, what do you think? You think Roman's going to get the belt in Saudi Arabia? And then just some, some just be like, uh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I always make the mistake that I think people, like, because people are so friendly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where I'm from, people are not friendly. Yeah. And so, like, they let you know when they don't want to talk about it. But some people here, they're so friendly that, like, I end up like roping them in. Like, I was like, oh, and they're like, oh, they're into this. They're into this. And then halfway through, I go, oh, no, no they're just being nice. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't really want to talk to me no, here. No, no. You know? Yeah. That happened with the girl here at UCB behind the desk. One of the girls who's like, the, what, a manager here was uh-huh. just like trying to be nice about my podcast. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like, you know, like, I heard wrestling's cool. Like, what should I get into it? And then I just, Start explaining Daniel Bryan's whole career to her. You know what yeah, I, mean? I think I know who you're talking about. And she yeah. is she is genuinely interested in like. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Like, all right. So, okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm super interesting. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it's just it's just one of those moments where you're like, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I got like recommended for this job. I don't know if I'll get it because yeah. of wrestling. Like, you know. Yeah. It's just it's just a. Uh, it, it, it's amazing because wrestling was something that I kind of, I don't want to say shied away from it, but like when I was coming up in comedy, I was like, all right, well, this is not something that people understand or like right. want to talk about and it's not. And and then it's amazing that it actually, it actually has, I don't want to say like open doors for me or whatever, but people respect and appreciate when you have yeah. a deep appreciation for well, something. It's almost like Be yourself, a, man. Yeah. Well, it's almost like <laughs> Not a, that I'm uh, hiding myself. It's almost like a college, like a, like a frat or something, right? Like you find out that somebody went to the same frat. And it's like, oh, oh let, yeah. me, let me network with you and let me hook you up. You know what I mean? It's like this, yeah. you're on the level with them. But also, it helps differentiate because people recommend stuff to me because they're like, I can't do this job. Right. But it... No one else who's like another, like I don't know, white short guy or whatever, whatever category you put me in, is ever gonna be like, oh, I'll just give this job to Dan. Right. Or if they do, I'm like, I have to be in their brain at the current time. Right. It has to be. There's so many other factors. But if it's like wrestling, and they're like, well, uh, yeah, right. Let's get Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's just it's just interesting how that works. Uh, be yourself. That's all I'm saying, man. That's be yourself. The you know what? This podcast is for everyone. Uh, okay. So, is that shitty? No. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, let's talk about. All right. 
Let's talk about the gay fame thing. All right. So okay, let's just do it. Let's just get it. Let's 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 talk about this. So um, we had a discussion on the comedians wrestling Facebook page. We're talking about wrestling at the four in the morning, where uh, one of our listeners said that they disliked the u- our use of the term gay fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had a lot of behind. We we've been talking about it. We've had a lot. Of, uh, uh, the main thing is that like when people are complaining, uh, complaining that that makes it too uh, harsh. But if if there's something that people are upset about. Or have some feeling about it's important to listen. Mm-hmm. So I hung back, went through everything, and my whole thought process in this is like we'll address uh we'll address it. This is not some big controversy, by the way. I think right. we settled it. I think actually the most interesting thing about it is like someone didn't like something that we were saying and they voiced it and then it was a very civil conversation yeah. on the Facebook page. Yeah. I think that's the main takeaway here, <laughs> is that like we're able to just like, hey, let's address this thing. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to talk about it more in depth. We're going to get some uh, representatives from the uh, gay community mm-hmm. to come in here, and we'll actually talk about it with them, because yeah. that seems to be what's lacking here, is that voice seems absent. Yes. At least from what I see online, it's not like Facebook is like telling me what people's sexual preference is right, next right, to their right. name. So I think that we're going to table this for a later date when we have, because uh, uh, I already spoke to some comedians and we'll schedule them, get in here, and we'll, we'll like talk about it. Because we have some pretty, I don't say strong feelings on it, but we have some pretty specific feelings on how we think about it. Yeah. And I would like to have some, uh, uh, I would like to see how people feel about it. Yeah. Who, are, who are affected, actually affected yes. by it, you know? Yeah, and I think it is, um, it, it it's part of like the larger conversation that's happening in society today. Uh, so I, I think spending an entire episode talking about it might be necessary. And I remember when we first said it and it came up on the Facebook page, Erin Finnerty, uh, um, listener of the show, she, you know, runs the, the cow dictionary and she like proposed a definition for it. And I even said in there, like, it's a very nuanced thing and we need to debate the usage. So like, we're very aware of, of, of how this sort of can come across and we need to make sure that we're, uh, uh, communicating it effectively. Right. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, let's put a pin in it for now Doink. and move on to really fun stuff. So Bruno San Martino, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, oh, I know, boy. I know. Oh. I followed up. So Bruno San Martino, um, he died today at 82 years old. Now, truthfully, I don't know much about Bruno San Martino. I mean, I know the bullet points about Bruno San Martino, mm-hmm. but I didn't watch him. The Ball- I feel like, you know the Balor points. Yeah, I know the Balor. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is Balor points. Um, I think the, I know the I know I understand his importance. Yeah. You know, but you never get it till you watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know more about like like someone. You know, it just depends generationally. It depends on who you're watching. Like I know a lot about Jeff Hardy's career. Right. right just like right. A, a random guy. I mean, a very accomplished guy. Yeah. But not. I wouldn't say has like the uh, the 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 impact of a Bruno San Martino, mm-hmm. you know, or like the pioneer elements, you know, uh, of just wrestling as a whole. Maybe the specifics of extreme wrestling, right? But so I thought my I I talked to my father, who is a, was a big Bruno San Martino fan growing up, and I told him to leave a cash in uh, on it. So in honor of Bruno San Martino, we're going to listen to my father talk about uh, his childhood hero, Bruno San Martino. Hi, it's your father, Richie Black, again, calling exclusively about Bruno San Martino, who was my childhood hero, along with my buddies. We were wrestling kids at 13, 14 years old. We would wrestle each other, roll down hills, and 
and we always wanted to be Bruno San Martino. He was our hero. Our world evolved around Bruno San Martino. He was wrestling to us. When we went to the Island Garden in Comac, we saw Bruno San Martino. That was worth whatever the, it cost. I don't even remember what it cost. Those were very raw days, too. Those, those arenas were just cement and no heat. and Yeah, that was a different time. And when he would fight Gorilla Monsoon, oh, my God, that was it. So I just wanted to let you know, put it in perspective, he was everything to us. He was what The Rock is to you. Mm. All right? Peace. <laughs> uh, I love how that had a vibe of, like, so show some respect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about with Long yeah. Island. There's always a thing yeah. like, hey, listen up. Yeah. All right, wait. My dad had a follow-up cash in, so let's listen to that. Hi, Dan Black. It's your father, Richard Black, <laughs> calling from the East Coast. It's with deep sorrow that, that I celebrate the life and times of the great Bruno San Martino, my childhood wrestling hero. Everything wrestling evolved around the world champion from Abusi, Italy, Abunsi, Italy, whatever, and fighting against Gorilla Monsoon. Every, how many times I saw them wrestle. Oh, my God. He will be fondly missed and... He was part of my childhood, and I just will never forget. And another, on a side note to Dan Black, I think that you should have a bit for you, for your comedian life. I think you should dress as a woman. I <laughs> <laughs> should do it in front of, I think, uh, Amazon. And dress as a woman, demand your check from Donald Trump and his lawyer, Michael Cohen, for your affair settlement. I think you should have Arlen play the lawyer. I think that would be good. <laughs> All right. In the immortal words of you-know-who, can you smell what the Rousey is kicking? <laughs> oh, wow, we got more than we bargained yeah, for. Okay, wow. Give writer's credit. I wow. mean, just just fantastic work by wow. my father. Uh, I gave a, a great from-the-heart tribute to Bruno San Martino hitting on all his biggest accolades like yeah. playing in Long Island, yeah. New York uh, in, a, in a concrete jungle. Um, and then also just slipping in a little, a little maybe, comedy premise. A, 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 maybe, a maybe transphobic pitch. <laughs> a maybe. We don't know. Well, I think, yeah, well, he was saying, uh, uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Bruno San Martino. Um, that was the tribute. Go to another <laughs> podcast for a tribute for Bruno San Martino. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, uh, another podcast uh, that gave a better tribute to Bruno San Martino. Impossible. Also, I have but a I, bit to pitch to you. Uh, but, uh, in your comedy life. In your comedy I life. Love it. My dad says I should dress like a woman. Yeah. Have Arlen, have Arlen act like a lawyer. Arlen, who's not in comedy, no. Arlen is my friend. Put it up on Mod Night. Who is an executive yeah. at a company. Go to Trump Tower or go to the White House. Right. And demand money from Michael Cohen and Donald Trump. Falsely accusing Donald Trump <laughs> of sexual misconduct against you. Yeah. Hey, man. Let's do it. Writes itself. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, all right. Um, 
I think that's like the ultimate. Yeah, like, I just, <laughs> I love, you know, like I'm saying, it's definitely a funny idea in there. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a funny idea. I think, I just love when, uh, like, it's never not funny when parents pitch. I was just going to say, ideas. like, of, yeah. all, of all the times, of all the, like, parent pitches, like, that's, like, that is up there. <laughs> yeah. It's right up there with, like, why aren't you on this TV show? Yeah. Do you know Lauren Michaels? If I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so thank you for um, this, tri- this tribute to uh, Bruno uh, San Martino, and thank you for. Trying to solve my comedy career, um, I do. We're think all dude, We're all trying. I think it's it, it is wait, to, to a point that you said like you don't know until you see it. Like like uh, a good example of that to me is like Ric Flair. Right? Like, everybody knows Ric Flair. Like his legacy precedes him by miles, right? But it's not until you go back and like, actually watch his matches that you realize like fuck, like everything about modern wrestling now he like pioneered. Yeah, the promos, the attitude, the everything now is Ric Flair. So I'm sure that if I go back and watch San Martino stuff, it's I'm, it's there's going to be something there where I'm like, shit, all the guys now are kind of just like doing this thing. Yeah, still, someone I don't remember who I was saying, but someone thinks Ricochet is going to bring in like a new level of like uh, he's going to set the bar. Uh-huh. Uh You know, not the. Seamus and Cesaro Bar. Right. But someone was saying that they think like Ricochet is gonna is like a game changer in how wrestling is gonna go down. Could um, be. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we we look. It's kind of crazy because Ricochet. And, uh, it's not even on my list of what to talk about today. This is how uh, we end up going way over. But Ricochet is. We've seen pretty much. Er- I don't want to say we've seen everything he can do right. because what we haven't seen is we haven't seen the character Ricochet. Right. We've seen this guy Ricochet, and WWE brings out the character. Yeah. Like now it's like, all right, let's see what this character Ricochet is, and that's great. But we've pretty much seen like not all the acrobatics he's going to be capable of in the future, but we've seen like enough where we know like, oh, this guy, like what he can do. Yeah, and so. Uh, it's kind of amazing that like now when he's in WWE, it's like, all right, now it's the big time, yeah, yeah. and. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I can't shake that. Like, I'm just, anytime I'm watching wrestling, I'm like, yo, fucking, man, WWE is the big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whether I we it, like it or not, it's just, it's just inescapable. Like, I, 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 yeah. I think a good litmus test is, like, uh, uh, Shabiro said that he had never seen, on the one episode, he had, he had never seen Ricochet before. Right. And was, like, completely won over by him. Right. So I think if, like, if, if wrestler can, like, break through to somebody like Shabiro, then, like, that says that they have something... They have something going on, right? You know, he's because he seems very uh, discerning. Oh, yeah, well, Shabiro is like Vince esque. Like that's his whole deal. It's like he's like you know, if they're too small, like right. you know, he's 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 very predictable yeah. on what he likes and what he doesn't like, and he's super stubborn. Yeah, if he's dis- if he's said out loud, I don't like that guy, he'll never switch his mind. Right, like Daniel he, Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's it. Uh, anyway, um, and he he likes traditional talent. Sure. You know, which yeah. is, he's he's right. He'll be like, this guy's good, and he's right. Yeah. But it's very narrow. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. Uh, where he, yeah, where he can't expand. Um, So, but I'm, what I mean to say, I'm meandering, but my point is, is like, I was looking at the Bucks the other day. Yeah. And I was like, guys, it's time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. I was just like, it's time, man. Like, you you guys, I know you're going to sell at the 10,000 person arena. Like, I believe they're going to do that. But like, I, and I know that they make more money, but. Guys, it's time. Yeah. Like, it's time to see what these guys could do in WWE. And the thing that sucks about WWE is, like, I know why they... The reason to not come over that makes sense Mm -hmm. is that they will have complete loss of creative control. Right. That... that, That's something WWE needs to fix. Mm -hmm. 
They need to fix. They need to, like, right now, Matt Hardy's got to be, like, at least 50-50 consulting on what his character does. I think, like, they control the booking and the storylines, but he controls, like, uh, the character gimmick tree. Right. right? You know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They got to find a a common ground here because it's time for these guys to come to WWE. Yeah. We need these guys. We just need that. Because in, like... In like five, like imagine, like I can I, I I can't help but imagine that in I don't know how many years, but maybe five or six years, when like Adam Cole and like Ricochet have been around for a while, maybe even like seven eight years, right? And they're headlining WrestleMania, which they will. Uh, if the Young Bucks don't get in now, they're going to be so far behind this like cresting wave of 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 wrestling becoming like reclaiming its spot as like a cultural phenomenon, right? And yeah. Now I, is the time. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, don't, I haven't really thought this out. Whatever, yeah. it just feels like it's the time. Yeah, it's. I think maybe the ricochet and the coal and the probably the undisputed angle. Yeah, and it just feels like Triple H feels buttered up to the point where like you could come in and make it. It's just like it's just the time. Yeah, and age everything. It's just it's the time. Yeah, uh, the Golden Lovers thing. Like, where do they go back after this? Where do they go? They go back to being the Bullet Club again. Right. Yeah. I it's don't know. time. Like yeah. the Bullet Club story is over. Yeah. They're finishing. They're finishing the. They're being the elite. I think is done. I think so. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It was the bull club is fine. Thing was going on. So I don't know. That's my thing. I mean, we're, I'd like to hear in cash-ins and on the comedians and wrestling Facebook page for in the morning. I would like to hear your argument for that. Like they should keep going there. Yeah. Because I, I, I just think it's. Yeah. Who do you? Uh, before we move on, to the even if they go prepared. to NXT for a while. I mean, right. right. That's a great traveling brand. Yeah. Um, and it's like probably right down the street from where they live. Uh, uh, before we move on, who do you think comes over first, Kenny Omega or the the Bucks? Well, I think they'll come together. Yeah, I, I think the three of those guys will be and then a the package world. Deal. The world explodes with excitement. Yeah, that would be that'll be insane. I don't know. I guess the counter argument you can make is that like New Japan is is gaining in popularity, but it's. T- I think for me, once I saw that Shinsuke AJ match at mm-hmm. Mania, I it it deflated me to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, I was like. That's it. Just it will never be as big as WWE, and why not go? Why not go for that? Right. Why? Why? I. I that's just me, but you know, maybe I'm just fucking greedy. All right, John Cena and Nikki Bella break up. Yeah. So that's the big news of the week. Um, doesn't feel surprising. No. You know, it does. It doesn't feel surprising. I mean, look, I don't. I don't need to comment on their relationship. It's not like that fun for me. But I will say that, like. Whatever I saw, I don't watch Total Divas, but I saw clips and, like, whatever. The show's known for being, like, super fake. Mm -hmm. But, like, he said, I don't want kids, like, adamantly, which, by the way, is fucking weird to not want. No, I don't think it's weird to not want kids, but it's weird for a guy like Cena to not want kids. Because it's like, (laughs) what do you care so much about everyone else's kids? Like, there's something, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's something, like, false there where it's like, are you that good of a guy or are you that fake of a guy? Right? Right? Like, there's some element there where you're like, I mean, uh, people aren't, like, two-dimensional like that where you put them in that box. but. Uh, uh, but I don't. You can't compromise on like if one person wants kids and the other one doesn't. Like that's that's, that's the a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap on that relationship. Yeah. So I always thought I always thought he just decided he wanted kids. Oh, like okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. And apparently that was not the case. No. And uh, yeah. What like what kind of person right like what kind of guy knows that he can't that he's not really on the same trajectory relationship wise with with their partner 
proposes at WrestleMania. Like a wrestler who does that. I know, but it just seems like so try hard. Like like he thought like I feel like he thought in that moment, like, oh, if I propose, then like magically I'll change my mind about like, it was like he was like forcing himself to like to like do something. Do something. Yeah. You know? Do something. <laughs> How is that not a drop? I gotta get the do something drop. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I I just think I think they're probably both uh not easy people to be with. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, look, I, I of course, two people who, um, two people who have like they're who are like proactive uh, uh, go getters, right? Yeah. They're like two uh, really ambitious people at, who are individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, like me and me and my wife, we're both like people who like work hard and right. go for things, and like, uh, I, I see how that get like that's tough. I see why some people have like a relationship where one person's like the cheerleader. You right, know, right, right, I right. get that. That's there's the element that's easier. Right. I don't know. I'm getting into judging. Like you know, whatever. Everyone has their own their own deal. But I do think like once I like I assumed he was like I'm gonna have kids. Right. Then here's the kicker is that he made her sign a 75 page contract that was like here's what happens if we break up. But this is before they're even married. This right. was like when they moved in together, from my understanding. Yeah. But again, I would love to know what's in that contract. Well, I think they talk about it. It's like it's, it's like it's just, just, just to like vacate in this amount of time. And he they have like an actual they have like a sit down talk on Total Divas about it. That's crazy. And and she's like really shook by it and Nikki and apparently like I'm just picking this up but now but Brie Bella was like the whole time was like felt like they would get into fights because she, she would be like Nikki would uh, I think Brie would say like I think you're lying to yourself about your relationship mm -hmm. and like you're telling me you're okay with these things that I don't think you are because I know you yeah. and I think there was a problem there so I don't know yeah yeah the real I like the fake I like the kayfabe drama Absolutely, I don't need the real drama. The first thing I thought of was I was like, "Well, I wish we didn't have. I wish we had just got Cena Miz at Mania last right, year. Yeah. I would have rather seen that." Yeah. Um, I think also my other thought was just like, "Miz, what a golden spot the Miz is yeah. in." I mean, let's just parlay this into the Miz because, yeah. like, whatever. I hope. I mean, Nikki Bella, she seems like a really wonderful person. Yeah. Like from everything I see, and I hope she finds like a nice. Uh, I think a true get love back. because get or whatever together. you know, like yeah. you think they'll get back together. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Th this does reek of. That, but I think John Cena is uh, not a guy to date. Is, yeah. is my so I I hope he finds a different dude. But also, again, this is based on nothing. What right. do I know? Yeah, just because what? you guys want my opinion, I'll give it to you. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Like, there's no rules here in this life. You could live your life however you want. You can be completely shut off to other people, and and that'll help you rise to whatever level of success that you want to. Right. Or you can compromise a little bit and bring somebody along with you. I think that John Cena is probably a guy who is completely self-focused right now, which is his right, uh, and, you know, it just fell apart. But I think they'll get back together. Yeah, but every relationship, we can all lie. Every relationship has an element of compromise, right? right. Like, the, I mean, not. I guess there's someone out there, but again, I think that ends up falling into, like, cheerleader zone or whatever, right. and then that ends up being a, one person's compromise. But whatever. My point is mainly, like, I get, like, he's, like, signed this contract because he's a guy has a lot to protect. Right. Guy has a lot of assets. The guy's worth a lot. He worked hard for the things he has. Apparently, he takes care of, like, his, his brother who's not well. And, like, right. there's a lot of people he takes care of. So I understand he's like, uh, I'm trying to just protect my assets. And then I understand on the flip side, her being like, hey, uh, like, these things feel like you don't trust me or right. you're not all in. Right. Right? Yeah. And... My thing was that, like, the only reason I think that is because of that kid angle. But whatever. Yeah. You know what? Um, 
you know, the Miz. Yeah, I think the only interesting thing about John Cena is that like it's interesting he doesn't want kids, but he does all these make wishes or something. <laughs> like there's just something there's something wooden. Yeah, about about that. But hey, I, whatever. You know, you we know we don't need more kids in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't like any kids. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it makes me think. All right, whatever. We can talk about this forever. Anyway, John Cena. I uh, back on the market. Private. Yeah. Anyway. That's why he lost to to fucking Taker. His yeah. head was not in the game. No, no, no. He was. Thinking. I actually did think it was weird that Nikki wasn't sitting next to him at mm-hmm. Mania because I was like, "You're going as a fan. The only way to sell it is like, what you're gonna sit by yourself next to a random person, right? Yeah. I was like, why is he next to like his dad or something? Yeah. Right. Okay. Superstar shakeup, baby. Um, let's get into. Let's just jump right into a cashin about the superstar shakeup. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eric Brock, a.k.a. Who gives a shit? All right, so I just uh, I'm watching SmackDown, and I was going to cash in, and I just found out that Bruno Sammartino died. So rest in peace, first off. Uh, but the Superstar Shake-Up, we could talk about the fact from this week that SmackDown now has the better men's division, the better women's division, and the better tag division. But I think we all want to know, Dan, how do you feel about the fact that Carmella, the women's champion of SmackDown, has now, that she has hit the big time, completely cut her ties from Staten Island. No more Staten Island princess gimmick. No more accent. I know it's got to break your heart. All right, kisses. Oh, yeah, this is... He said on the Facebook page that he mistook Staten Island for Long Island and then implored us not to play his cash in. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, Oops. I'm from Long Island, not yeah. Staten Island. And um, that's uh, deeply offensive. And um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, uh, fuck off. But I will say that, um, no, first off, she didn't drop the Staten Island thing. She still called herself the Staten Island queen or something. Uh, maybe, no, she didn't. Maybe it was in a package. Maybe it was in that package, but she said oh, she did. She said Staten Island something because in the, yeah, in that promo she called herself the trash talking whatever uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, no, she said something about Staten Island because I remember thinking it's gone. But I'm glad she lost the accent. Yeah, um, the way I the, the 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 way I feel about it is uh, that like it's too gimmicky and like she's really talented without it. Yeah, and I really like her. Uh, you know, m- most wrestlers they fall into a groove of where they lose that. That and especially because it has like the remnants of like Enzo and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's also broken up with Cass, so it's like you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good, it's a clean break. Um, the only thing is that her gimmick is kind of bleeding towards Alexa zone, sure. Uh, so it's a little close, but I still like what she's up to. A couple things, I guess, while we're on Carmella, which is not what I was going on to now, but uh. I did think her promo was super good. Yes. I did like the, what was it, Carmelabration? The Mella, the, the, the Mellabration. Yeah. I did like that. Um, I think that uh, she said one thing that she, I like that she named the briefcase, but uh, I was like, she did that super late. It was like, yeah. I miss Frank. Frank, yeah. Or whatever, Frankie. But then she, they, did you hear what she, you hear what she named the belt? No. She named the belt Cleopatra oh, coming at you. No. Now what I'm talking about. Yeah. She named the women's SmackDown women's belt Cleopatra. There is a mole in the Facebook group <laughs> and on the in the listen in our, our, our audience working at 
They're listening. I would say the one thing that made me feel weird is Aiden English rapping. Yeah. He keeps rapping. And I'm like, I fucking, he wasn't rapping before yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah. He did it the week after I said that. Yeah. Like, uh, you, you get, all right. You're, the, you're out there. We know it. We know it. You know what? Fucking fine. Take my ideas, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I mean, it'd be hard for me to move to Connecticut anyway. So, like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. No, uh, but, uh, man, I could fix wrestling. Yeah. I could make wrestling yeah, yeah. so good. Maybe. I really, I could. You know, a lot of people say it. Yeah. But I've been doing this podcast for a while. I think about it. I can make wrestling so good. And not not just for for the masses. Yeah. I lean towards what WWE is doing already. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man. So if you hear me, hire me. Hire me and give me a big fucking paycheck. <laughs> okay? And give me the statue. I want an Andre the Giant type <laughs> statue right there. A Dan Black Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, absolutely. I want it. You walk up to it. You look at it. Fucking. If you look... If you look the statue in the eyes, it just goes, the song just kicks right yeah, in. There's a little button like a big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> yeah, my mouth <laughs> goes. <Starts> moving. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, wait. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a long build up there. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I really like that. She, um, Carmella had a line that was like, she said, um, uh, Mella is money mm-hmm. and she when she said it she goes up into this like range that i really dig it's like an angry kind of a little trashy a yeah. little angry a little like uh i don't know a little um urban i don't know something right. i don't I, for lack of a better term and i was like yo i'd buy a shirt that says mellow is money yeah yeah i'll buy that that's a great shirt yeah with just a dollar sign in there mm-hmm. i like that um uh i don't like that she says she moonwalks yeah. I like that she moonwalks, but right. I don't like she says I moonwalk. Moonwalking, just, trash talking, whatever. Yeah, right. just moonwalk. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so she named the belt, or, belt Cleopatra coming at you. Thank did, you, WB, for did stealing she say my idea. coming at you? No. Okay. Because then I would I would fucking get on a plane to Connecticut right now. Yeah, right now? <laughs> uh, Eric, thanks for the cash in. All right, so Superstar Shake Up, okay? Yeah. So... I got the list right here. Mm-hmm. So, so he said SmackDown. Eric says SmackDown is the more stacked roster. Yeah, does that seem to be the opinion here? That's the prevailing opinion, I think, in the Cow Universe. How is that the better roster when on Raw right now we got Reigns, like him or hate him? We got Reigns, we got Rollins, we got Balor, we got Owens, Sammy, Strowman, Strowman. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, we got, hold on. Uh, you got the Ziggler. Oh, and McIntyre. you got Bobby Roode, McIntyre. Bag- all right, so on SmackDown, uh, I'm not. Th- I'm thinking about the men's division right now, just because mm-hmm. it's, it's easier to keep them separate and think of them as two different divisions. But uh, uh, if, in terms of which is has a better roster, but then on SmackDown, you got. AJ, Daniel Bryan, and The Miz, Jeff Hardy, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Cass. I mean, I think it's more like this. Just, man, this is just from the top down, but like the the most exciting guys are on SmackDown, which are AJ and Daniel Bryan. Right. Those are the two most exciting wrestlers right now. One has the belt. Mm-hmm. One is Daniel Bryan. But the deeper rosters on Raw, no? 
Yeah, I think what's going to Seth the- Rollins and Finn Balor and right. and Reigns and Strowman and Brock Lesnar and I mean, I guess Brock's leaving. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is like after the first after the draft where SmackDown was like, or when they started going live. Remember, there was a point where SmackDown was like definitely the better show, and then it kind yeah. of faded back to like Raw, Raw being the better one. I think right. the same thing is going to happen here. Yeah, I just I don't know. To me, the yeah. Now the women's division, SmackDown's way better. Oh, I mean, yeah. as I don't understand what they're doing even. Yeah. So who's on Raw? So right now you have Charlotte, Oscar. If Charlotte, Oscar, Carmella, uh, the Iconics, the, the Iconics, uh, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, you got Paige, who's part of that. Like she does a wrestle, but yeah, she, you know, she's Selena Vega, female GM, up. Selena Vega. I don't know who is even on Raw. I guess you have Natalia. Ember you Moon. got Tyler Breeze. No, <laughs> Tyler <laughs> Breeze. That was not even a joke. Yeah, Ember, uh, Ember Moon. Right? Ember Moon. You got Alexa and I are the two big stuff, right? Right. Mickey James. Mickey James. I don't know. The SmackDown. Yeah. It, it all just comes back to the, the simple fact, which is that uh, the, the the women's division should be on one show yeah. technically. I know it's not, but it right. should be technically. But people talk about having a tag division in the women's division. I would love it, but I, I can't see it. I mean, you have the Iconics yeah. ready to go, but okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Hopefully they bring up uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah. So I want to talk about something about the shakeup. Okay. So, well, I mean, Nikki Cross, she's going to come up with Sanity, right? Aren't no. they coming to SmackDown? Yeah, they are, but not with her. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they, they need talent down there. Yeah. So I want to talk to you guys about, I always, I'm, I'm always talking about dirt, how I don't like the dirt sheets, you uh-huh. know? Like, I, as a wrestling fan, I understand the concept of dirt sheets. It's like, yo, we've got to fill the internet with stuff, and it's like, I guess fun to get ahead, but I like getting worked. I yeah. like surprises on Raw, and my life is full enough <laughs> where I don't need to like spend my extra hours digging for information that I'm not supposed to have yet in story. Right. I mean, you like we don't want that for movies, right? Like we don't. Oh, I think some people do. Some people love spoilers. I guess who who really want like all right so some guy runs this pretty swampy group mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say this guy's name but I always wanted to leave this group but I just stay in because I, it helps me form these opinions and bring up these opinions so right. it's like whatever but and it helps me like understand what how not to be and what swampy looks like right but like this guy like a whole thing is like. Before the shakeup, he writes, or here are the Royal Wrestlers who went on the South Africa tour. Mm-hmm. And then here are the Royal Wrestlers whose status is unknown for the tour or whatever. You know? And then you're like, all right, here we go. Here's all the people. It just basically is like, here's the people switching. Yeah. And uh, it's probably right. I mean, yeah, like here, I'm looking at it now. But I mean, like, I guess Elias stayed on Raw, so that's wrong. See, Elias is still on Raw. Raw is still the better men's division, I think. It just, yeah, SmackDown just has the two be- the top stars. Right. Uh, has Dave Shinsuke, I guess I'm discrediting that, but, right? Like, I'm saying, this kind of behavior, do you crave this, Newman? No, no, I mean, for certain things, but, like, I don't, like, like, no, like knowing who is, like, coming back or, like, who's going to another show or, you know, stuff like that, like, or who's, you know, who just signed, I don't want to know that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I, they, I get if they're, like— They make uh, it impossible to be surprised as it is. Because, oh, John Cena's coming back in five weeks. Uh, Dean Ambrose is coming back uh, on Monday. I, I would rather they don't even do that. So, no, I'm not going to be seeking out. Absolutely. You know. Like, don't you – I don't understand. Like, don't you want to be surprised? Yeah. And aren't we – if you're 
all right, if you're not busy enough where you are using your time to get ahead of mm-hmm. the wrestling storylines, that's a waste of your time. That's yeah. social media eating your energy. Yeah. Right? This podcast, I hope when you listen to this podcast, you're fucking doing data entry or whatever, right? <laughs> you're getting paid for your time. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know right, I mean? We sold two hoagies today. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone hoagies. who listens to this podcast works at the hoagie factory. <laughs> okay? Uh, we all know that. Um, uh, but in, in Philly. Yeah. And no, but what I'm saying is like, that's why I like podcasts. I love podcasts because I'm like, all right. I'm doing other stuff. It's right. in my ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this thing where you're like, I'm going to give my full mental energy to figuring out, like, who, who, who's not at the roster of this, and then I'm going to, you know? Yeah. That just seems like a waste, right? And it, and also, I'm not saying you shouldn't waste time on, I mean, I waste time talking about wrestling and appreciating wrestling, but I'm not, I'm trying to appreciate what happened. Right. I'm still marinating on WrestleMania. Sure. Am I the only guy who's still realizing the spectacle of that thing? <laughs> talking about the outcome there, and then still being like, were my opinions correct on it? Going back and Enjoying the product. Yeah. Enjoying the product. Yeah, like ruminating on it. Also, one thing I do think is cool is to talk about writing. Yeah. It's cool to die. That's smarky behavior that I get behind, analyzing writing and yeah. decisions they made and thinking about, oh, why did they make that decision? But that's different. Yeah. That's different than just being like, I'm just going to spoil fun. I guess it makes people feel like they're like um, in the business if right. they know like the secrets and stuff like that. And I'm sure that's just them fulfilling some deep need. To Absolutely, be, you know, I, I, I'm try. I, I don't want to be in the. I'm not trying to get ahead of this business. I'll come here, you mark out with me. Right. I want. I want the dick feeling. Okay. <laughs> I want. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> now I do. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, like I want the. I want like I want the excitement of like uh, moments like when I remember Kevin Owens' music hit when he opened the. U.S. challenge yeah. against Cena, and I was like, I know, like that's awesome. I want excited. I want excitement. Yeah. Now I saw Bobby Lashley. Someone posted. Someone sitting in the crowd took a picture of the computer screen at the tech booth or whatever of like the guy like working on the font of, of Bobby uh, Lashley's yeah. Titan Tron. So I went to Raw and saw already that the Titan Tron's that because on fucking Anosh follows a bunch of random WWE Instagrams uh-huh. on the Comedians of Wrestling Instagram at Comedians of Wrestling. Yeah. I'll have to go through and make sure that we're not following and any I, I Alexa, happen to Alexa be- Bliss butt accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Anosh. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like... Anyway, all right, let's move on. So let's get into um, something on wrestling. Um, I believe this will let you know what I want to talk about next. All right. We're not afraid of dreaming big. <laughs> We're not afraid to bring the fight. Wanting the best of both worlds. And it starts here tonight. Always knew we'd be better when we're together, right? Like we could conquer the world, even just for a night. I still remember the time and place when the vision came. Yeah. Yo, if you thought that we weren't going to co-brand pay-per-views, Paul Fool, you were dead wrong, man. These pay-per-views, Raw and SmackDown are colliding, and the best way to get that message across is through lip-syncing a rap song. Yeah, man. Newman, what yeah. are your thoughts on this? I mean, initially, it was I had like the reverse reaction like where like initially I'm like, oh, this is kind of, uh, this is like fun. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, fuck Fuck this! I, for some, I, like, I had like a visceral reaction to like, for some reason, this shit. Yeah, it, I don't like it. I had some like mixed emotions on yeah. it. I think my big thing with it is that like, 
is like, first off, the message of it, the concept of we're going to mix the the paper that right. it's like if this was like a um if this was about like stopping cancer yeah i'd be like yo totally yeah yeah because the whole video broke kayfabe alexa was like smiling and happy yeah. everyone was like just having fun like ziggler was like being like a 80s goof with yeah. his hair like uh like he was like sitting in the chair and the wind blew him and those like max l like tape ads or whatever you know oh, what i mean man, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. like it was like oh all right that's funny but like to just be like yo we're co-branding pay-per-views it's yeah. like well, first off, great idea. Sure. That, I, that, yeah, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. I, I sign off on that fully. Um, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it felt like the kind of thing that was like, we're breaking kayfabe for a great cause, but it wasn't. A, at, at it all. was for like a really, ups, they, for something that Michael Cole could have just said. I was said. just going to say that. Like, all it needs is Michael Cole to be like, to say just those words. <laughs> and they treated it like, uh, oh, WWE is granted 10,000 make-a-wishes this oh, year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, the things that they uh, decide to sometimes announce casually compared to this it's yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was just so yeah. surprising yeah uh the production value was cool yeah i think it, like in terms of like especially because now we're getting all these like shitty iphone videos right right no pyro they they, they they took a pyro away so they could afford this fucking music video now here's my thing about this song is this a miley cyrus song a hannah montana song i don't know all right i want to look up this song you know i only listen to metal i don't know i know you're useless when it comes to all right best of both worlds uh, so because someone said they're a Disney mark, and then I saw a graphic for here. If this, let's see, is this the same song? This is Hannah Montana, Best of Both Worlds. Oh no, this is this is an ad. Hold on, hold on, ignore this, ignore this, ignore this. Fucking up my good audio. Ignore this. Five, well, guys, three seconds until we can get into this. Get a full length. If I click to another video, it's gonna take more time. It doesn't sound like completely the same song. different song. <laughs> no, this is not no. the same song. It, I mean, it kind of sounded like Miley Cyrus yeah. singing. No. no, this is not it. Is that her singing it, though? Sounds like it. I mean, it does sound like her Oh, voice. guys, hold on. Guys, for my search result, this is Hall & Oates. Out of Touch Live at 91. Uh, this is... Oh, nice. A nice acoustic version. You know what the best part of Hall of is just like two guys. Yeah. I love it's just like we're just two guys. But like it's like what so the Beatles are four guys? <laughs> no, there's like, something about two guys. <laughs> like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, we're just two guys. <laughs> we're two guys. We're both equals, man. Yeah. We're both equals. <laughs> Run the jewels. They're two like guys. a tag team. They're like the they look like fucking the rockers. Oh, they, they do. easily could or, be fucking Sean and, and Janetti. Or the the body donnas. But also I, I respect these guys. They stayed together like the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so th I don't know. This video, that was my conflicted thing on it. It was like, if you're going to break kayfabe, it better be for something that is not part of kayfabe. Something crazy, yeah. And so it was also just really jarring. Yeah. It didn't totally fit with what we're watching. Fucking AJ, this going to be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this going to be. Oh, there's gonna a lot be, of. It's going to be phenomenal. There's weird talk-ups, right? Yeah. In it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, here we go. Also, in the beginning, they're talking up, and I was kind of into it. And then the second, they lip-sync. And then there's a Carmella like, goof spot where yeah. she like gets parched. Yeah, yeah. And they take a break, and it's like 
not funny. It's I get douche chills because it's like I can tell that everybody involved was like, you know what, guys, we nailed that. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of unearned confidence in that. We nailed this, and then the reaction is like, oh, please don't ever do this. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on. So, all right, man, let's move on to uh, this. I'll just start with the drop. All right. Who wants to prove Jinder Mahal wrong? I mean... <sighs> Who wants to prove Jinder Mahal wrong? So, like, All Jinder right. Mahal. He clearly got the note that, like, you said Jinder Mahal wrong last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And he just really struggles to the point where I was like, I don't even know if I want to play this. It's not even the worst offense. It's more that, like, he just struggles. He's really yeah. having a hard time. And, like, it's starting to be like, dude, like, yeah. especially when you watch Paige, who's already doing a nice job after one week. You're yeah. like, yo, man, you got to figure this out. Yeah. Well, you know what? To be fair, nobody says Jinder Mahal's name right. Coach called him, like, Jinner. Jinner? Instead really? of Jinder. Yeah. Like, so they're they're just butchering this dude's name, like, up and down the fucking Well, my program. dad said Bruno San Martino. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he butchered. Eight different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, this opening to Raw was, uh, the, uh, so how do you feel about the way they frame the... The superstar shakeup. Would you prefer a more traditional draft kind of like yes. a podiums thing? I liked I liked back in like back in the day where like there's like that remember when like the uh the Undertaker got uh got drafted to Raw, I think, and he wanted to be on SmackDown and he like fucking like threw his chair across the room. Yeah. And they're all kind of like backstage, like waiting to hear where like I like that. Like where we kind of keep going backstage and everyone's kinda of hanging out, watching the TV, waiting to see what show they're gonna go to. That I like more than just like uh uh, uh, them just like coming out, right? And then also even more than like guys like Almas just getting like a fucking card, being like, oh, they're gonna be in this this show one day. Yeah. So the Almas thing was my biggest complaint of the whole superstar shakeup. Yeah. Because like it, it's like I, I feel like they fucked over Bobby Roode yeah. with the way he came up, and I, rem- I I I think it's valid to have the the path of a. NXT wrestler were like, we don't hand it to you. Right. I think it's valid to make you come up here and you kind of start from the bottom and work your way up because then that's a, you know, I can understand how that's part of the plan, right. especially for someone they have long term plans for. My thing with Almas is like, is like, this guy, it like the way I would debut Almas, here's what I would have had Jeff Hardy come out and go, I won this title next week. I'm going to do the open challenge. Uh-huh. Boom. Almas comes out. Selena Vega talks shit to Jeff Hardy. Maybe gives some shit for his how he's like he's not worthy to be a champ because of his questionable uh, yeah, yeah. habits and his demons, whatever. Yeah. Like she goes far to establish like she's a pretty far heel to begin yeah. with. And then those guys they open up SmackDown with a half hour match, yeah, that no one sees coming, yeah, and uh, almost loses clean to right. Hardy. That's okay, yeah. he can lose. He can come up and lose to Jeff Hardy, but I have like a fucking barn burner, which they're both capable of doing. Absolutely. You think about like Rollins was like in the in the jabroni zone obviously not even close to the level of almost like in terms of just you know Rollins is a top 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 guy right uh but i'm saying like that gauntlet match like reminded everyone what he's capable of right. have almost come out have Zelina come out cut a cutting promo on jeff mm-hmm. and have and 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 just have a barn burn like a yeah. match where you're like i think raw audiences can like can get into fucking well-worked matches yes yeah, yeah. They don't I, have to happen all the time. Yeah, I would have even preferred like something. Uh, who 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 went up against uh, Sinkara? Somebody. Oh, I uh, it was Joe. Yeah, like have have whatever happens there, and then have like Almas come out 
because him and Sankara are are like boys for right, real. Right. Have him come in like then, right. and like and support and like you know do something there. But yeah, anything other than just like a, a fucking card on the Titan Tron. But establish almost as like a, like a work rate guy, like a guy who has like these great matches right, or right, like right, right, right. out the gate, like elevate him quick. I mean, he's a he's. I feel like they need uh, they need a strong like Latino talent, right? Like, I mean, I don't know who they have right now. Seen Car as a jobber. No, yeah, I mean, technically, Dorio has gone. Yeah. I, I guess, and even the closest thing they have is, um, I think Rollins is like half Mexican. I Rollins, think. yeah, I think That's he's, not like, he's like I know exactly. He's like Armenian and 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 Mexican. He, right, 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 right. But it's the closest they have. But this guy's a lucha is a lucha wrestler. Yes. That's what I mean. Like he, he wears a lucha mask to match it, like right. to to big uh, enter a pay per view. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, exactly. But the thing with it is, I, I like it, but I wasn't personally feeling the uh, the 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 pop of like when someone came out. I was like, oh, that means they're on the show. Like I lost track of it. Oh right. Yeah, like it was I unclear. wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't getting that heat. Yeah. Uh, and also, I was like, oh well. Can I kept being like, what's the logistics here? Can somebody transfer over? Like I was like, is this person like is Charlotte going to Raw? I'm like, she has to be going to Raw. Yeah. If Oscar's coming, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, it is unclear. That's why I wish it was like you know, it, have him be backstage and announce oh. what's happening, right? Just right, so everybody right. knows. I wish it was more of an event. Yes. That's it. Like, there's something I, I like that they. One thing they do that's nice is like I thought Raw was a good show. SmackDown was fine. Um, I definitely thought Raw was fun. Like I was super into it, but I did feel like this doesn't. I, I, I'm like that they make it a show where it's like, all right, this thing doesn't like drag. It's not like listy. But still, it doesn't feel more special than other nights, right? Give it and the Passover effect. They did the, they did the the opposite that they did with the song, right? Like so, with the song, they did a big garish thing for like something small, right? Uh, and then with this, they they were billing it as like an event, a two day event, right? And it was just two regular episodes of Raw and SmackDown with with new people getting called absolutely it didn't feel special enough yeah. for what it was i agree so jinder comes out and he starts talking about limos and yeah. i was like dude like i don't understand this like what you're like uh, jinder has a thing where like you could argue it's good heat if i'm vince i might be like this works yeah because like no one cares when he talks right no he no one cares yeah uh and also it's because his gimmick is is unclear and mm -hmm. too dumbed down for the audience yeah. like oh i just want a limo Where's your money coming from? Right. Are you like royalty? Like, what is it? Like, I think it's just like now I want limos because I'm celebrating myself. But before you were, so when you won the title, it's unclear. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just like uh Indian guy who, uh, I guess like who's, I guess wealthy because he won the title. It's right. not even like wealthy Indian man. They're not even tapping into the like caste system element of it or right. whatever. Right. Yeah. They um, they sort of uh with him, it sort of felt like uh like improv jam line where it's like, oh, and also I want, I want limos. I told you that. How come my limos aren't here? And it's like, yeah. Hey, well, what D did you? Right. <laughs> like, I don't know that. And also does WB give limos? Like, no. it's, it's like, I want what Brock has. Does Brock get limos? Yeah. You know I, I mean? And also, sir, you are no Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, well that, that's good heat though. This, yeah. That's good. He's like, I, I deserve the same treatment. I like that. Yeah, I did but like, do we yeah. does Brock get limos? I guess we see him come out of limos, but yeah. it's like, all right. I did like him. Excuse me, I'm talking. I left 
Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I think it did set up a nice beef of Jinder and Kurt Angle. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that seems fun because it's like he, Jeff Hardy came out won the title. Jeff Hardy's still a big star. Yeah. Um, I like that. This is a way to switch the belts. Cool. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I did not see that coming. Let's get into uh, Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, yeah. the debut of the man of men, yeah. Drew McIntyre, who... What a physique! Yeah. What? Uh. What? What? The, he looks like a, a He-Man drawing. Yeah. He looks. Yeah. Like he looks like a Frank Frazetta painting. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is, but is that you know, just Jack guys? You know who Frank Frazetta is? Yeah. You. You know. I don't know every guy named Frank just because I sound like this. Okay. <laughs> no, he's like that fantasy painter. Like, like, uh, you know who he is. You You've definitely you, seen some of his stuff. Yeah, but he draws like he did like uh, Conan the Barbarian. Like he like yeah. yeah he draws like this super Jack. I, I could pick who you're talking dudes. about. Yeah. yeah. So like. Yeah, he, he, it's great. So Ziggler, this is a nice spot for Ziggler. Yeah, we got a nice. They had that nice finish with the zigzag with the claymore. Mm-hmm. They have a, a, a tag finish. Uh, we lots of immediate comparisons to HBK and Diesel, um, which I am fond of. I, I I love that they're together. I do hope they keep Ziggler in a singles capacity. Yeah. I mean, these guys can wrestle tag matches, but if they're uh, are they going as a tag team? Well, did did Michaels and Diesel tag? They did, but I'm saying like, uh, no, uh, I don't think so. He I think his, it's just they're like he was his bodyguard. Yeah, I have a theory, well, a wish, and I hope that it comes true. That with Sanity coming up, uh, they're sort of going to usher in this age of like factions, right? Where I think we're going to start to see more pairings and more kind of groups of three and four. Uh, so right. yeah, it could be the beginning of something. Well, like, what tag teams do we have on Raw? Like, I can't even think of any. The bar's the gone. Bar you have gone. oh yeah. Who's there? I mean, you got Braun and Nicholas, but yeah. um, Nicholas has got, he's at school. You, you got, uh, who, who else? Oh, shit. Uh, the Revival went to SmackDown. Usos came to Raw? Did they? Let's see. On my list here. They're not on my list here, so that means they stayed. Yeah, they stayed. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they stayed. So oh, They I- definitely did, because they were against the Bludgeon Brothers. On SmackDown, right? Yeah. So who are the tag champs right now? There are none. You have oh, you have Matt Hardy and Br- oh, Br- right. so right now it feels like their gimmick is on Raw. They're going for the hodgepodge tag team. Right. They got the pl- primetime players. They got oh, yeah. so Zig and Drew McIntyre. They're bound to be a tag team right. because of this tournament yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it looks like we're gonna have like all the real tag teams on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and then all the hodgepodge tag teams on. I Raw. guess that's what uh, Brock Eric Brock Lesnar meant about uh, about. The rocked <laughs> uh, about the SmackDown being better because now like, I'm thinking about it. It's like it kind of does seem like like the women's division on Raw is sort of hodgepodge. Tag team is kind of hodgepodge. All that Raw has is uh, the men's is like a few stacked. Yeah, even Kevin and Sammy they're on Raw, so they're a tag team. Yeah, so it's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean we're gonna have to see how it shakes out. Which, which is better? It's easy, you know, mm-hmm. but I do think like some of the big big stars are on Raw still, you know. But does it matter week to week? Because no. now that all these pay per views are blended now, I don't know yeah. if you know. I, I don't know if you guys heard the word, uh, but uh... We're not afraid of dreaming big. yeah, I mean we're they're branding. So all right, so yeah, cool. So Ziggler, I mean. Yeah, well, we'll see where this goes. I mean, I think this is exciting. Ziggler needed some kind of shakeup, and yeah. he got it. And if 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 Drew McIntyre plays an enforcer role for for Ziggler, then the 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 highs are high. It just the only thing about it, Ziggler doesn't need uh, someone like that to win. Like he doesn't right. need he, 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 you know 
Ziggler can believably win any match. Right. Roman Reigns, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got the ability in ring and he's gotten he's got the clout. So well, I just like it because I didn't see it coming. Right. I did not Absolutely see it coming. Not. And I and now that I see it, I like it. Yeah. And we'll see what they do with it. Uh okay. I just want to say something. I told everyone that Ronda Rousey was gonna work. <laughs> I said, I was yeah. like, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. And it works. People love her. Yeah. And um when she comes out and beats people up. People are into it. Like, yeah, is she missing some lack of charisma and stuff? Yeah, but uh, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, so is so is everybody has something. Yeah. Nothing matters until we see her in a one-on-one match. Like, that's when it is. When they put her in a match that's like Ronda Rousey versus Asuka versus Charlotte versus, like, anyone, that's when we start seeing what she's all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when she'll start, like, She's going to have to, like, keep the crowd. They're going to be on her side. But until that, she's going to be over just from being Ronda Rousey. Right. Yeah, she's a lot of fuel to burn in that in that area. Uh, why was Bailey wearing, a, like, a lobster bib? Was, I don't, yeah, that yeah, was I, very weird. What I'm does that so do? Tired. I'm cool with, like, a jacket, but yeah. that thing is just, like, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. The only If she was like, yo, I'm a big Power Rangers fan, I like it's like Tommy the Green Ranger. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but it's not spiky enough. It's yeah. missing. It's not a cool thing. Yeah, I think. It's uh, like a dog thing. Nick uh, Nick Gligger on the uh, Facebook page, talking about wrestling four in the morning, said, uh, I think that she just got back from uh, a, a dentist appointment <laughs> and had the. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the x-ray bib. Absolutely. <laughs> it, like the magnet. It's like a magnetic yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah. So whatever. Let's not waste too much time on that. Here's what I want to say. I want to criticize. The um, I want to criticize the broken Woken combination mm-hmm. because B- Bray Wyatt was deleted. Yes, and right now they're treating it like he was not deleted. Right, they treated it like right now they're hurting both these guys mm-hmm. because right now they're making Matt Hardy look like when he beats you, it just it it, it makes you just like hang out with him, but you're his equal. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But like. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because they are. I wonder if it is just for Bray because they are like on 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 social media. They're sort of going with this like yin and yang thing, where like uh, uh, Hardy is like the light side and like Bray is like the dark side, and that they're like two parts of like one whole thing. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe I gotta follow the social media. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I mean, I've seen posts here and there, but it uh, requires a lot of writing that I don't think they're gonna do to right. like make this make sense. It could make sense and be cool, but I don't think they're gonna do the work yeah but it's just kind of like if you get it's setting the precedent for what happens when you're deleted right yeah you know what i mean and like at least have matt say something which is like i'm gonna let you free from deletion yeah and like you will be my equal my counterpart my yin my yin something Something that's like i'm gonna do that because it's like show some power of like what happens it's 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 what the baby always does it's like Lazy storytelling, like right. half-assing everything. Everything's like, ah, fuck these people. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. That's what it comes off like. It's like, ah, eh, they won't know. They're dumb. Just right. put a blue light in there. Yeah. And like, that's that's where they fail. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like, come on, like, just make this make sense. Right. Well, they make the mistake. Of they thinking, have writers. They have right. teams of writers. It feels like they make the mistake of thinking that the broader they write, the more people it will like uh, appeal to. Right. When in fact, we know from shows like The Sopranos and like. Breaking Bad, that like the more specific your story is, the more people like it. That's just how it works. Right. And so like we want to know what happens when Matt Hardy deletes you. And not every match needs to be a deletion. Only The only deletions are when he takes you to the compound. Right. And then that's when you're deleted. But Bray, I don't even care. You don't want to put the, you don't want to put the thing in his eyes. You don't want, you don't want him to wear like contacts or whatever. Right. 
Okay. He controls fine. him a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. No, but what if it's just like, hey, Bray is just like they're like. Even if, like, Bray is the stronger one, right? he's, like, the muscle, but he, like, follows Matt's lead. Mm -hmm. Even if Bray is the actual talent, yeah. like, of the wrestling talent, that's fine. But, uh... I mean, what we're talking about a story where there has been a great war that right. has been raging through time and space, and that these two, that, like, that Matt Hardy is this, like, entity that is millions of years old and has been purging the right. universe of, like, dark energy. So there's already this crazy story. Just have Bray be another component and have him be like, oh, I've never, I've never encountered this type of energy before. I have to keep it around and get rid of the thing that was controlling you, which is uh, Sister Abigail, and now you're part of the Woken Army. Sign it it's done. Right. It, it, it's so easy. Yeah. It, it's, ju it's just connect the dots. Yeah. Like, don't, like, you know. Uh, okay, cool. So let's get into the Roman Reigns segment on Raw. Uh -huh. So Roman Reigns had a line that was something like, once again, I'm here and Brock isn't. I mean, hmm. it's too late. Yeah. It's too late, man. People were not into this fucking promo. And look, Dave Shoemaker, uh, the masked man, who you can check him out in the um, Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. He's been a past guest on this show. Uh, he knows his shit. He he wrote an article that was called like How WB Failed Roman Reigns. Great read. Yeah, really great. Yeah, great read. And like this is like an exact example where it's like you're. I felt bad for Reigns this week when he yeah. sent him to the fucking lions out there. It's like. Here's, we're going to throw you with the same storyline. WrestleMania, which we book as the biggest show, the biggest event where it all ends, It's like, right? Yeah. And that's not the case. They're dragging this storyline out, mm -hmm. which was already completely off. I mean, how did these... I don't know how these writers like look at themselves in the mirror and feel okay about what they did to this guy, except yeah. for the fact that he's a millionaire. Yeah. Like, you know, which is fine. Yeah. I get that. If, if they, but if, they, if they're like, hey, man, look, we fucked up. Well, like, you know, we're going we're gonna to kind of fuck up your career here. But, like, uh, here's, you know, we're going to give you a million dollars while we, like, fuck around here. Right. But, like, to throw this thing, like, once again, I'm here. No, that ship sailed, man. Yeah. You missed that storyline. You lost. Yeah. It didn't matter he wasn't here because he beat the shit out of you. Right. He doesn't need to be here. Right. You need. Maybe you shouldn't be here, dude. <laughs> maybe you should go home. Which is about what, uh, it's just pretty much what Samoa Joe said. Oh, Samoa Joe. Guy's nailing it. Yeah. Samoa Joe. But then they Joe. move him to SmackDown? Samoa Joe had a line I wrote down here, which was, uh, it was something just like I noticed. Like he, he was like, "You you brag a lot about showing up for work, but yeah. you never brag about getting the job done." <laughs> uh, and um, I would love if Joe would mention that he lost to Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would just be like, "I lost to him once." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. First time I saw him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he also didn't break me open. Right. <laughs> and 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 you know, and it, I was hurt. Yeah. And, and it could be like, but I, I'm coming back. Like, I, you know, anyway, po point is, is that this buried reigns. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, 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 so one thing he was wearing the, the chain and the watch. Yeah. And he had the, a, was, he had a bracelet, a watch. There was a really a great, chain. there was a really great comment thread going on the, the Facebook page, uh, four in the morning. And, uh, I forget who was saying it. Uh, so I apologize, but it was so funny that, uh, they noticed that Bo Dallas, didn't have his necklace on. Yeah. And they were positing that Reigns <laughs> took his it. necklace. <laughs> That's great. 
Look at the detail we take, and these yeah. guys don't even care. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, great job, whoever that was that said that. Yeah, I mean, imagine the storyline. If the story... <laughs> The, the the rock doesn't show up for work storyline. Oh yeah. my god. I'd be embarrassed to say it. Yeah. And the fucked up part is that it's still like not only now do half the fans hate Roman Reigns for no reason. Now they're like he's like they're putting him in this position where like they're he's not gonna be popular the way they want him to ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like it's like a double fuck you for some reason. Like, oh, oh, the the fans, the Smarks think that he's overpowered, so let's bring him down a notch. But the, the, then they 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 fuck that up, so now he's depowered and still hated. The writing is so. It, the writing is just tragic. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, look, I hate being this negative because right. it's like not fun. Right. But you know, here's the other thing. John Cena is able to lose big matches and come back, right? right. Why? Because his gimmick is like, yo, I, 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 he gets up, he goes, he's the better man. Right. Reigns, he doesn't even really do that. He doesn't no. even show humility. He doesn't even show like a lot of good guy traits. Yeah. He's actually just like a punk ass bitch. Like, this is <laughs> a, like, yo, seriously, like after this mania, yeah. Yeah. he like looks like he, I'm embarrassed for him that right. the, that like he doesn't come out and just be like, Brock Lesnar is better than me. Right. And that's my fault. Right. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And, like, that, I mean, dude, you yeah. got creamed. I wonder if it's like an ego thing with him. Like maybe he's like they they are pitching stuff, and his his producer or whatever is like, no, Roman won't. Roman's not going to do that. Roman wants to say this, wants to save face, and he's just kind of like has bad instincts for. Do you for think his Roman character? has any? I feel like that's part of the whole thing. Is like they can just he says whatever they want. So anyway, he called Samoa Joe a fat ass, a lazy fat ass. Yeah, that was uh that really struck me as was, odd. Yeah, it was kind of hurtful. <laughs> I mean, all right, so you're going to come out, take you get a rematch for no reason against right. Brock Lesnar. Right. Uh, the, one of the least earned rematches. You got him at WrestleMania two times and you lost both times. Right. It was cash and fine. Doesn't matter. Right. You get a rematch even though you didn't he didn't take the title off you. You're not earned a rematch. Right. You also don't dress like a wrestler. These other guys have to have their shirts off. Right. Okay? I'm sorry. Uh, not to mention, he looked lean as fuck. The yeah. guy looked beautiful on yeah. Monday. Okay, he. You look at him. I was like, "Yo, Roman Reigns, take the shirt off. Take you it clearly off. look good under there. Yeah, you don't have to have rippling abs. It's no. not about that. Stone Cold didn't have rippling abs. The Rock didn't. They didn't have rippling abs. Right. They just looked like professional wrestlers. Yeah. And I think as long as Drew McIntyre is on the scene now, everybody can relax about being the best guy, the best in shape guy, because <laughs> you're not going to meet that. No. Just take the vest off. Right, but I get why they don't do it because they've built him up as like a Superman guy, right. but he doesn't look like a traditional Superman. So it's actually just a bad gimmick. Mm -hmm. All right, the guy can work. That's what he had. He lost that when he loses to Brock. Right, like it killed all the momentum. Which was, I was like, I'm fine with Roman Reigns being the guy to beat. Yeah, that loss at Mania did not. It just took all that credibility, sucked it out of mm -hmm. him. Man. Poor anyway, guy. He, and then he, and then he. Gets to call somebody fat. Yeah. Nobody calls Kevin Owens fat ever. Yeah. Ever. Roman Reigns is allowed. To, John Cena, does he ever call anybody fat? No. John Cena is in better shape than anyone. Right. And he gets to call Samoa Joe fat. It felt like a fledgling, like uh, somebody's killing you. Uh, you're fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like you have nothing then, else to say against this guy. It was one Joe. of Roman Reigns. This is one of Roman Reigns, to me, one of his lowest moments. Yeah. That I could think of yeah, was yeah. this week. It just like, pfft. You know, yeah, they should send him to. Uh, well, I, I, well it, it blows my mind that like 
like I'm upset as like a big guy, like a bigger guy, former even bigger guy, that he gets to call Samoa Joe a fat ass, and then Samoa Joe gets moved to SmackDown, where he's never gonna like pop Roman in the mouth for calling him fat. Well, I guess they're gonna wrestle on Backlash, right? right. So that's so, what yeah. they're teasing because it's co-branded. I right. think so. This is their part of their strategy yeah. to show you like, hey, this guy's on this show, this guy's on that show. Um, but we know Joe is gonna lose because right. he's not gonna bring that belt. Reigns is gonna win that. Be- oh, I mean, fuck it. You know what? I'm stop predicting what's gonna happen. Yeah. Maybe Lesnar's keeping that belt. I think maybe Joe's they're gonna win demoting Reigns. I think Joe's gonna win the um, uh, Intercontinental Belt in Saudi Arabia. Is he? Are they wrestling for it? Mm-hmm. Is it Joe? It's Joe Rollins, Rollins? and yeah, it's like a four-way. Oh, I didn't even see that match. Yeah, uh, I can't I'll follow it. That are you going to watch that thing? I mean, yeah, live, I mean, live. I don't know. I what think it's on like, at one p.m. One p.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. No, Friday. Friday next Friday. You got to work probably. I mean, like, yeah, maybe it's like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch it live. I'm going to be excited. So <laughs> whenever you're around, we'll watch it. Yeah. But I, I, but all right. So anyway, um. Who knows? Maybe the plan is to put the Joe belt on Joe. Let me look. I don't know. I can't imagine it. He would look great with a fucking belt. All right. Can I move on? Or yeah, you, of course. Yeah, so let's talk about... All right. So Miz. So Miz had this big... I want to talk about Miz for a sec. He had this big segment on Raw, and uh, uh, then he got drafted to SmackDown uh, during it, and um, oh yeah, they teased this like dream team of like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, The Miz, and The Miz Taraj as like, we're going to take over Raw, and then they like, oh, they, they sent Miz over. Yeah. That was fun. I had nothing to really say about it except for the fact that I think Miz is, uh, Miz is, I think, like the most exciting guy in WWE right now. Yeah. I think that Cena breakup just gives him so much. Oh, my God. Like, once yeah. he pops that yeah. on Cena, the immediate pop uh-huh. of, like, oh, well, I'm still with my tag partner for Mania. You oh know what I mean? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, once he pops that, not to mention the, the heat he has on Daniel Bryan. The long-term planting of seeds that The Miz has done in his storytelling has made him the most valuable wrestler in that locker room. Yeah, and the, the current iteration of The Miz, this guy, you could go back and put him in, like, any era, Yeah, and he would be a megastar. Like, yeah. he's really gotten this character to a place where he's untouchable. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he, it, yeah. Uh, uh, so I got, we got a couple cash-ins on Miz. Let's play him. Yeah. What up, Cow Nation? This is Corey, the company man, Brown. Uh, just calling in to cash in about uh, The Miz leaving Raw. Uh, just questions on that. Like, how do you feel about him going to uh, <clears throat> SmackDown? Like, that's weird without The Miz Taraj that decreases his ability to cheat, which I think is, like, his best gimmick. Uh, so I feel very weird about that. I wonder what they're going to do with him there. If he'll get a new Miz Taraj. Could be cool uh, if he just hires some new lower card members to join his Miztourage. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know who I would want with that, but uh, be interested to hear in your opinions on that. Uh, obviously, I'll agree with everything you said. Uh, I'm all about the Cow Nation, company man for life. Bye. I'm going to answer this cash-in with a cash-in. All right. And uh, I'm going to play Nick Tulo's cash-in because actually, look – Look, I know, guys, but the guy has. I, I, I pre-listened to this one just to, for custom, you know, quality Q, Q, uh, QC, QC, yeah, low quality control, and he actually has a good point here. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give it to him. I mean, I doubt it, but let's hear it. Five thirty-two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nick Tulo cashing in Wednesday. Late as fuck. Uh, we just started talking about it on the Facebook page where you go to talk about Facebook and um, yeah. 
everybody's focused on Drew McIntyre and Ziggler being uh, an alliance that is like Diesel and Shawn Michaels, but what about Cass and Miz? Miz needs a new Miztourage. Cass challenging DB, coming to his defense kind of in a way, but not really because it really doesn't make any sense. The bar is over, back onto SmackDown. Maybe we get rid of the kilts and the jackets and put them back in suits. Maybe Sheamus finally... Gets rid of the Mohawks, slicks it back. Add a chicken there, and you got yourself one hell of a new Miztourage uh, squad. Better than what they were planning on doing over on Raw with uh, KO, Sammy, and Dallas, and uh, Axel. So, yeah. Want to know what you guys think. New Miztourage on SmackDown. Later, bitches. Can so I get you- a small, just technical critique? Yeah. Can you please don't... You don't have to speak directly into your phone when you're leaving a cash-in. <laughs> Because a lot of that information gets lost, and you like you can you can give a little bit of distance. It just makes it easier for us. How, to listen to Zig, it. let's get a little technical here. How many inches should I be far from my phone? So you're fine because we have a whole presets going in. We have a thing. We have hard right. limiters. But if you're just talking raw into your phone, you don't have to have that some bitch in your mouth. You can just chill a little bit. <laughs> Zig turned it into uh, uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, you just give it. A you little gotta bit have that stone bitch in your mouth. Don't eat your phone. <laughs> 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 Maintain a comfortable distance from your phone. You ain't got to be talking directly into it. I mean, it's a hell of an idea, but I lost most of that information because it was all garbled. Now, let's talk about Sherry's berries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I have been here for 12 years. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, you know, listen, guys, some of you, when it comes to technology, you guys are. Okay, and. Um... <laughs> that aside, I do. And really, like, like when idea. it comes down to it, guys. So, I mean... <laughs> I'd be out of time, too, if I was here for 12 years. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have been here for 12 years! And, I... and I'm out of time! <laughs> Okay, so anyway, um, uh, uh, man, once I look at the soundboard, I, get it, I just get like, oh, nice, a lot of good stuff here. Um, There's an old saying in Tennessee, <laughs> I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> that thing always holds up. Man, remember when our president was just dumb? <laughs> <laughs> just dumb. Just dumb. Just dumb. I mean, he was evil too. Fuck him. What was it? And it fuck was... his dead mom. Anyway, the uh, so <laughs> I will say this control. about. I will oh, say Jesus. this Jesus about Tulo's. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, that does not. Oh, that's, that's a hot thing. Fucking shit. Okay. See you fourth wall. Okay. Shame. So look. <laughs> Listen, that is no way, no way the stance uh, that's of the, the bottom line. line. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. Stone Cold in here. Uh, that's the bottom line. I don't need George Bush. I don't need a ficus Bush. I don't need any Bushes up in here because when I'm coming to kick your ass, ain't no amount of foliage is going to protect you. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Hit my goddamn. There it is. <laughs> All right, man. As oh, much man. as I hate to say it, um, Tulo has a great point. Uh, the Miz plus Cass plus the Bar plus maybe Mandy Rose. That is a Grade A fuck squad. Great 
Great yeah, faction. that's why I played it. I think it's a cool idea. It's like, like, I guess it comes down to the simple question of, does Miz need a, an entourage? And I just think it, it, it feels good. Like, I, I like, like, I think Alexa needs an entourage. Like, I think it mm-hmm. feels good for them to go out there and bounce ideas off someone. Yeah. You know, not every wrestler is capable of just captivating the crowd by themselves. And, and especially... When you're a heel, you can fall into like a really lazy routine of just like booing, like talking shit about the football team, right. uh, the locals, this, because you're just trying to get a, ra- a rise out of them. But if you could talk like to your crew, I don't know. I feel like there's something nice there. Yeah. Um, I think Miz really is a guy who surrounds himself by an entourage. It really fits the gimmick. So, I mean, I like it. Yeah. Welcome to the most must see WWE talk show in history. Welcome to. Okay, so, um, yeah. All right, good stuff. I think uh, Nia Jax, very likable. Yep. Really interesting that they, like, 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 uh, it's just like, it doesn't, if you're like, <laughs> my point is this, is that Alexa Bliss is such a great heel. Do you think that she's has a part of her that's not a nice person because she's so good at it? Like, uh, part of me thinks, like, if you, like, get over as a heel, you yeah. must be, like, kind of a jerk. I, de- I think, I definitely, th- I'll put it this way. I think that Alexa Bliss, her car has a Blue Lives Matter sticker on the back of it. That's as far as I'll go. I'll let you guys infer what you think that means. I think she's that. She's from she's from Ohio. Great, Alexa Bliss? Great place. Yeah, next to Pennsylvania. I know the type of uh, political uh, makeup there. Yeah, I think there's part of her that is a little swampy. Yeah. All right. Oh, man, we're going so long, but I still this is just a big another big week. Uh, so no shade on Ohio. I, like I Ohio think that they're burying Elias a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. I think we're at a tipping point with Elias where like he's got to win that money in the bank briefcase or something yeah. because like all right, unless they want him to be a full goof act. But the way WB works is if you're a goof act, then you don't win championships. Right. Like Fondango, like Brizongo, like they won a match this week and it's like a big, oh my God, I can't believe they won. To me, I'm like, Brizongo seems like, why aren't they like a winning tag team? Right, right, right. Like right. Why, why can't they also be good at wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, and that's also going to be the last win they get until. Well, I think that's kind of what the Bucks do, right? Right. Like, I mean, not to to. I'm not comparing the Bucks and Fandango, uh, Brizongo. It's a little more of a top. But if you look at the Bucks, like they do comedy spots mixed with like really great wrestling spots, right? And you're like, there is a nice. It does set like this cool precedent for like, all right, well, wh- why can't. Why can't Fandango be like a dominant tag team, but they also fucking gyrate? Right. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's yeah. fun. Like oh, why can't Elias be like this? When Elias was this awesome wrestler, but also this goof act. Yeah. It 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 was cool. Like it was. Oh, he beat Cena. Wow. Yeah. He just got him more over. He just felt like that's where like a dynamic wrestler is. The Rock was like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I I just think the problem is Elias. If they only lean, he's got to be in Yang. You got to see him look strong. Mm-hmm. And you got to see him look like a goof. And so they got to do both. Mm -hmm. And so right now I'm worried that they're putting him in the goof zone. Yeah. Because it's easy for them with the amount of talent they have to put people in boxes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess as long as he's happy. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, I think what we should do now is talk about... (laughs) To be Hey, whose entrance music is this? I don't recognize this song. Oh, it's time. Everybody knows it's time to talk about Smackdown. 
Okay, so if you like this song, you can be part of our original song catalog. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll have a full CD. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be, you know, WWF Volume 58, (laughs) uh, the hits. You the, you can join our WrestleMania 34 chair, the Mania chair challenge. Yeah. Okay, and you can make a comedian's wrestling theme song to the backing track of Hall Notes. You're out of touch. Okay. So SmackDown. Let's run through it quick. Uh, because we pretty much hit SmackDown anyway. Yeah. We had Miz cut this promo from home. We're talking about the new Miz Dirage. Um, I. I I really like that Miz is willing to like have his wife and kid and stuff. Like, yeah, it's just like I love authenticity. It. Whenever somebody calls the Miz Mike or Michael, yeah, is the best thing. Yeah, it's great. Like he curse or he's like, I'll kick your ass, and she's like, Michael language. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be critical of Rusev for a second. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like your. I'm gonna fake quit on social media. What angle. was that about? If it doesn't tie into anything, oh, I'm just gonna show up. I just don't like that. I just say, oh, I'm working, everyone. That's not working. That's like a bad prank. Yeah. It's like if it ties into the story. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. He was removed from that Undertaker match yeah. and then put back in. So if there's a truth element there, but then show that to me. Right. I think there's something. I think they're like kind of like trying to smudge something where like maybe he, he for other reasons, he wasn't going to be in the match. So they're like, uh, I don't know, make it like you quit. And then he was back in the match. So they just said, fuck it. We're going to put him back in. But yeah, something there was half-assed, and I think yeah. Right. Um. Uh. Oh yeah, Samoa Joe showed up. We already talked about that. Uh, I made this point that Samoa Joe is getting the he's getting the heat. He's getting like the heat that Reigns should have got against Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like Samoa Joe's taking what was supposed to be. He's getting like the same. Reaction, but anyway, um, I really like the Iconics. I really like oh, what they're yeah. doing. Very fun. I really like that they're like not great wrestlers. Yeah, like I think that's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe someone will argue with me, but like, I, I just I, their music is super cool. It's like a, I want to say like it's like Egyptian or something. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a. There's, yeah, there's something about it. it's like you're in like a. It's like you're in like a, a harem. A, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that, and. Um, I really like how they bounce off each other. Just great, really great yeah. work. Uh, yeah, especially watching them come up like uh, from through NXT and just like watching their chemistry get better and their mic work get better, and now it's like fully realized on the main yeah main stage. It's just it's cool to see. Uh, minor note before we get into the bigger stuff: Ty Dillinger has a cool Hounds of Merch alert. Uh-huh. His shirt is fucking cool. Which one? The black. He's and got red this one? shirt. It's black and red, but. It just says like ten in the middle. And it's just Ty Dillinger. It's kind of like that classic design, but it's got like the two hands, and then just says ten, ten, ten across the bottom. I just, I, I don't know. I, it's I, to me, buyable shirt. I like it. I just don't like Ty Dillinger, yeah. so I'm not gonna buy it. All right, uh, Big Cass oh, is yeah. back. So sorry about Ty Dillinger. I don't think I mentioned yeah. this last week. So tying back into the Saudi Arabia thing, did I did I mention this? His like dumb politics, uh, no. Ty Dillinger. So on Twitter. People were complaining about the whole women's rights thing in Saudi Arabia. Here's some facts about Saudi Arabia. Uh, they can't drive cars. Uh, yeah. uh, they can't vote. Uh, they can't play professional sports, which is why I think this whole thing right. is, right? So um, people were complaining and saying, you know, hey, it's fucked up that you know WWE is going to do this event in a country that doesn't respect women's rights. And Ty Dillinger's uh, response uh, was, oh, well, if maybe you did some research, you would see that other countries have different laws than ours. So there. And yeah. I'm like, no one, no one's arguing that, Ty. Yeah. The guy's clearly not a brain surgeon. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I'll, I'll I was real. like, I was fucking gobsmacked. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No one is saying that. We're saying that the yes, the rules are different, and they're dumb. That the uh, the laws are different, and the laws are dumb. Like no one's saying this is a guy, that they should have the same laws. It's he thinks a gimmick of I'm a perfect ten. But I do nothing that ties into that gimmick at yeah, all. I, I just say that I'm a ten out of ten, but I lose every match. Yeah, it's not about my looks. It's not about the look. It's just I'm a ten. Yeah, it's like right. Like, and what we, what we have in effect though is like this thing. I I think I I saw it called uh, Schrodinger's Schrodinger's asshole, <laughs> where like un, yeah. until like like a wrestler could. Uh, it's equally possible until proven otherwise that a wrestler is is an asshole or is not an asshole. Okay. Right, so they exist in this world. So, right, where like, so like until they open their mouths, you just have to assume that there's a good possibility that their politics are fucking bullshit. Yep. And Ty Dillinger opened his mouth. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I. Yeah, I don't know much about Ty Dillinger. I know that I was talking about the Saudi Arabia thing today with Mike Lawrence, and he was saying that it's basically like. I I I want to say Sultan, but that might be ignorant. Uh-huh. There's someone over there who's just basically like put on a show for me, right? Whatever, and, a pr- and prince or something, yeah, some yeah. prince or whatever. And he was saying, I I don't have any of this verified, but he was saying that they're essentially putting women and they're putting women. In, in, in the front rows with like families just to make it look like they're a more progressive culture. Yeah. And like this is the stuff going on here. I mean look look at this show, man. They're pulling out all the stops. Yeah. It's not it's if you don't have an eerie feeling about this show, that's weird. Yeah. Like there's something going on here where you're like, look at this. They it not only that, in my head, the thing that annoyed me and affects me the most is that this show affected the mania WrestleMania outcomes. Right. You know? Um, and it's like just this extension of mania and it's a place that has really problematic civil rights issues. Yeah. And, and, and and that's just not to me as an American, this stuff is non-negotiable. Right. And I'm sure I contradicted in my voting. I'm sure I contradicted in my daily life. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that when I watch wrestling, it's like, I get, I don't know. It's not an escape for me. People say that. Yeah, it's like a identifying factor for me, right. whatever that means about me or whatever. But um, I can't help but think like I was definitely rubbed the wrong way by the Abu Dhabi situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. It was like, oh, they let us wrestle to the women. I don't think that sh- if the women can't wrestle, the men shouldn't wrestle. Right. To me, that's non-negotiable. Men and women are equal. And that's fact. Right. OK. So if we're going over there. The women are allowed to wrestle, apparently, on this show, right? No, there's no women on the card. There's no women on the card? No, I'm looking at it right then now. Then I don't like the show. Card is... I uh, thought that... I, I, I thought 50-man Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor in the, versus The Miz. Uh, uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, The Miz, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Ginger Mahal, uh, The Woken Twins versus The Bar... Uh, Bludgeon Bros versus the Usos, Cedric Alexander versus. Somebody. So there's not one woman. Not on the one card. woman. So are the women allowed to go to the show? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the thing is, I think they have to sit in a separate section. Right. Yeah, it's not okay. It's these like I'm. I'm, and, and, I'm not and, even gonna get into and, it, but it's just so crazy that we're living on Earth, and that it there's a place where people are like women can't be in the same section of a stadium as men. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, I, I've kind of been—I haven't been ignoring this show or anything. I've just been kind of uh, 
I've I've been in the dark on it because I felt like when it came up with the Abu Dhabi situation, I was like, am I wrong here? I was tiptoeing on it. But this time it's like, all right. I just think for me, the rules are plain and simple. If the women can't wrestle, the men shouldn't wrestle. Right. Simple as that. Right. You know, I, I, to me, I think that the hypocrisy of a lot of the politics is hard to it's it's hard to it's hard to ignore. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not telling you how to vote. I'm not telling you how to feel uh, about about how to vote. Right. But I'm saying that, like, I think we all. I think if you. I think it, there's a problematic issue having yeah. issue happening here. Yeah. I don't think we should be willfully bringing our culture to the place and then just throwing it out when we go somewhere, especially right. when it's things that are non-negotiable. I, you could argue with me, and obviously I'm speaking slow because I'm thinking about what I really think. I'm trying to like have a level. I'm trying to rabbi this. That's what John Stewart called it <laughs> one time. I saw him where he's like, I think of it from both angles. And give it a deep think, and obviously I'm on the spot, but I can't. There's a line about mm-hmm. what things are negotiable. You could come to me and say, "Listen, this is how women dress in our culture," mm-hmm. and I might say, "Fine." Right. I don't feel okay about it. I'm on record as saying I didn't like that Alexa and Sasha had to wear different gear. Right. You know what I mean? If yeah. the men aren't wearing different gear, if and if I was WB and I was like, you know what? I think if I felt like it was important, I would say all the men have to cover up. Their full body is exactly the same. Right. That's that's that would be what I feel. Right. Because it's my whole goal is treating the men and women equally, right. and we'll never. We don't even find it here. If you think about how uh, we don't even, you know, on the like we don't even get it. The women still get less time on the shows right. and presumably less money. Right. So it's even hard to balance it here. But that level of it is like that's more nuanced or whatever. Right. Yeah. So that's just I don't know, and, and yeah. So anyway, I'm kind of surprised that no wrestler has made a comment. Yeah, I, I, am I surprised? No. Well, that's the thing. Is like, but if you did this, okay, let's let's equate it to this. If you did this in professional basketball, right? And you, there's nothing that equates where. All right. Uh, well, there's no other sport where the men and women ma- compete on the same right thing. What if it's? Uh, it would be. Uh, I don't know, like a movie. I'm of an like, Olympic a, like, sport. Like, in order to show, like, uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna show uh, Mean Girls in Saudi Arabia, but it digitally replaced all of the actresses with with actors, right? Or it's like you know, it's like what's the what's the fucking? You, you know what else bothers me? The complete lack of spin. Yeah, like I don't even like the just the ignorance of like the fact that there's no conversation about it. Like I would like if Vince McMahon had I I would even appreciate a PR stance from Vince McMahon, right? That's where he's like, all right, ah. Uh-huh. Uh, where where he comes out and he's like, look, we're bringing it over there, like we're doing this, but instead to just be like, isn't it incredible? We're doing a show in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, if it's like we're just gonna even just acknowledge that, like yeah. th- they did make some concessions for us being there. We're doing this in like baby steps. This is how you change things, but they haven't said any of that, right? Right, and you could be like, women are coming to the show, and and right. and, and and we're spreading that because in Abu Dhabi, I I wouldn't say I bought it, but it was like there there were shots of like little girls in the audience who got to see women wrestle. Right. That is powerful, and right. maybe you could argue worth selling out a little bit, right? But this show is just a full on sellout, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so is that a W? Like, there's no like, uh, there's no like. Uh, 
Well, I'm not like a big nation anyway. guy. I'm not like a big nation guy. Like I don't. I think it's fucking dumb when people root for their country like a fucking sports team. But like, like if you're if you're a business person, like if I'm Vince McMahon and I'm Mr. Fucking Trump administration and I'm Mr. America and I'm Mr. American values, then then the idea that like oh this somebody's gonna pay me enough money to 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 throw out the window these American values if they're important to me. What kind of person are you? Right. I mean, do we do? Let's say, like, would we do a show in North Korea for like Kim Jong Un? Right. I mean, like, WWE I, I'm would, saying the president seems to be yes, right? Yes. He would. I, they would absolutely. If if the if the cash didn't, if the check didn't bounce, they're there. Yeah. So Every that's time. A, right, right, right. So I'm saying like, and again, I'm saying like, this is just to have the conversation. I am like semi ignorant about uh, about about the logistics of this, and so, so maybe we'll try to get someone in here who knows like, yeah. More about Saudi Arabian, yeah, uh, you know politics and anyway and uh, social structure. But I have a right. feeling from what uh, Mike Lawrence told me, who seemed to know a lot, and he's a smart guy. He was saying like there's a lot of weird stuff happening there, and apparently, yeah. basically, it's like a guy paying for a big show, right? And he said it's the he equated. He says it's the equivalent of when people get mad at like Mariah Carey for like singing as songs for three million dollars to some sultan. It's right. the equivalent. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is the thing that a lot of, if you want to go red blue, I don't know, but it was a lot of, it was a big Republican talking point against like Hollywood. Right. It was like, look what they do. Yeah. You know, remember like, uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, well, we went so big cast is back. <laughs> big cast beat up. Uh, we're sending up a big cast. Uh, so it's interesting. Big cast is back, and they're gonna feed him to Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, yeah, that's interesting. And then uh, Shinsuke is wearing a cool shirt. I wrote this. They really shoehorn that no speak English line in there where Again, it was like somebody yeah. else's music's playing. It was like, let's save it. Yeah. Don't mix the two things. But uh, cool. We get to see AJ and Daniel Bryan wrestle. That makes SmackDown worthwhile to watch, even if they didn't have the, what people are believing to be the most stacked roster. All right, let's end it. Okay. Cool. Yo, uh, Zig, let's play uh, Yuvraj's uh, cash in at the end. Did you already play that? I didn't play it. The British dude? No, I didn't play it. Oh. Uh, but remember, we got the Mania Chair ca uh, Challenge right now. We're gonna make. We're gonna, let's run it run for a month. So we'll close it a month from today. What's that day, Zig? That would be. Uh, I'd assume it'd be May eighteenth. All right, at the stroke of Pacific time, midnight on May. Whatever the the. I'll look at the calendar right now. Wanna, Let's oh, say wow. May 17th. I want it to be the recording day so we can be like, you can get in the last one. Then it would be May 16th. May 16th. You yes. can get it in your the, the Mania Challenge. Get in your version of your Comedians of Wrestling theme song, to Out of Touch by Daryl Hall and John Oates. <laughs> More commonly known as Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, leave us five-star review anyway, even if you're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at, uh, at Cow Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at, at Comedians of Wrestling. Tell your friends about the show. Word of mouth is where we're at, baby. Tell your friend. Let's grow. We're already growing. Hello to all of our new listeners since WrestleMania. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. With the SmackDown roster becoming unbelievable seemingly overnight, WWE will be negotiating a new TV deal. Coincidence? I think SmackDown will change into a three-hour format sooner rather than later. Also, just a quick note on Raw. My initial thoughts on the Raw Women's Division with the likes of the Riot Squad, Banks and Bailey, 
Nyan Ember, Mickey and Alexa and Ronda and Natalia. A Raw Women's Tag Division? I doubt it, but you just never know. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.